It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon, welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on League Cup semi-final weekend Celtic will be looking to get Ange Postacoglu into his first hand in final when they meet St Johnston Giovanni Van Bronckhurst will watch from the stands when Rangers take on Hibs tomorrow And three huge games in the top flight this afternoon with Motherwell hosting Hearts Dundee United welcoming Aberdeen and St Mirren up against Livingston I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me in the studio, Alex Ray Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans It's a day for living up to expectations We are all still in awe of Scotland's performance against Denmark on Monday night This afternoon it's up to our club sides to raise their game to the standard of the national team If they do, we're in for a spectacular afternoon And then in the evening it's up to the Celtic players to live up to And honour the memory of the late, great Bertie Auld They will all wear Number 10 on their shorts For that Premier Sports Cup semi-final Against St Johnston But it's Callum Davison's side Who are the cup holders They need to live up to their own reputation Quite a day See this is what it's great mm. for you three Because he's just covered everything It's three mm. minutes past two I mean, There's nothing left He's here, just here done it I was going to say. Just I agree with everything Hugh says mm. uh, But it's great to be back after the international break Because that was brilliant But we always welcome the return of the domestic stuff as well Yes and plus if I had certainly missed a Saturday standing here with you guys um, I look at that card today And I'm <laughs> he excited He said be a straight face <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm excited about that card I really am Dundee United Aberdeen Motherwell Hearts What an hour Great game that is St Man Livingston And then the semi-final Tonight Gordon I think we've got a real Terrific afternoon Of football So sit back And enjoy it with us guys In Super Scoreboard And the small matter There's a certain new manager In town Alex Ray Yeah absolutely Van Bronckhurst I don't think he's going to have A lot to do with the team uh, Is my understanding He's going to leave that Till Monday morning David McCallum I'll uh, be taking the team tomorrow gone, But it's exciting times Because semi-final weekend And we've also got some big games In the top flight Yep Same as the guys Looking forward to it Semi-final weekend First and foremost So for me A chance for Ange Postacoglu To get to his first final With Celtic Hugh mentioned Calum Davidson Can he keep that cup run going But interesting The Ranger players How do they react To Steven Gerrard going A new manager Sitting watching them Will they perform better Will it have an effect Well Let's see how it unfolds Okay, sit back and enjoy We'll open the phone lines a bit later on You can have your say on this afternoon's action Or look ahead uh, to tomorrow's games That Celtic kick-off is later on Of course, you can get in touch all afternoon though On Twitter At Clyde SSB So that's Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL And Alex Ray that you've already heard from In the studio Let's go around some of the grounds then Get a flavour of what's going on out there In the Premiership this afternoon Fir Park seems like a good place to start Motherwell taking on Hearts and Fraser Wishart's going to watch that one. I agree totally. Good place to start, Gordon. I think this might even be game of the day. Really looking forward to an exciting game in prospect here. Last time out, of course, both had excellent wins. Motherwell won 2-0 at Petaudry. And I watched a brilliant performance by Hearts that demolished Dundee United 5-2 at Tincastle. And to be honest with you, it could have been more. But anything remotely close to the excitement of that game will do nicely today. Games between these two have always had an edge to them, and I like that. I don't know what the reason is. Even back when I played the late 80s and the 90s, there was always an edge to the games between Motherwell and Hearts. And I think that's good. And games like this tend to be a great watch, and I can see this being a really good 90 minutes. That 2-0 win for Motherwell came after a run of five games without a win. 
but their good start to the season means that a win today would see them only three points behind today's opponents and possibly even level with Dundee United in fourth place. And that's despite Hearts having only had one league defeat this season. They've been terrific and they've had their own aims. They would jump into second place with a win because Celtic are in the Cup semi-final later. So the importance of these games won't be lost on Robbie Nielsen. He knows if they're to keep up their challenge at the top of the table, they need to knock all the away games like this. The old firm do it routinely week in, week out and Hearts will have to do it exactly the same. Although Mother will have won their last two home games against Hearts before COVID. Hearts will bring a huge support today. Understand they've sold out something like 3,500 tickets for the away end. So a brilliant atmosphere here and I'm hoping for a brilliant game like I saw a couple of weeks ago. Looking at the teams, a few changes for Motherwell. Van Veen is out suspended. O'Hara and O'Jala haven't recovered from the knocks they took against Aberdeen. A surprise, Davis Mugabe keeps his place at right back instead of skipper and international player Stephen O'Donnell who was suspended in Aberdeen but Graham Alexander stuck with Mugabe. In come Lattery, Lamy, sorry, Slattery and Woolery. Liam Kelly is in goals. Bevis Mugabe, Sondra Solholm, Johansson, Ricky Lamy and Nathan McGinley at the back. In midfield, Sean Goss, Callum Slattery and Barry Maguire with up front Connor Shields, Kane Woolery and Tony Watt. Scott Fox, Stephen O'Donnell, Jake Carroll, Dara O'Connor, Justin Amaluzor, Dean Cornelius and Liam Grimshaw are on the bench. Perhaps just one change Unsurprisingly, Moore doesn't make it and Michael Smith comes back at right back. Craig Gordon in goals. John Souter, Craig Halkett and Stephen Kingsley at the back. Michael Smith, Benji Banangimi, Cammy Devlin and Alec Cochran in the midfield. Barry Mackay, Josh Ginelli and Ben Woodburn up front. Subs Ross Stewart, Peter Haring, Jamie Walker, Aaron McInef, Liam Boyce, Gary Mackay, Stephen and Armand Ongouillet. And the referee today at Fir Park is Willie Collum. Ah, this domestic stuff's a tough school. Fraser Wisher, Stephen O'Donnell goes away. The Motherwell captain plays a Nice role in a famous Scotland result in performance And he's on the bench while Bevis McGavy starts at right back I know, I have to say I'm surprised Because it's not his natural position He's a big lad, a big strong powerful lad But when you're playing at full back sometimes Especially these days, you've got to be pretty mobile you know. And I'm wondering whether that might be an advantage for Hearts Because the way they play with two wide players Barry Mackay and Ben Woodburn against Dundee United a couple of weeks ago Woodburn was the man on the left And his movement's really good He's very quick and very sharp So I, I am surprised I know Stephen O'Donnell was suspended but it was only one game and uh, that might be a big call for Graham Alexander we'll see how that one works out They did of course get a great result in that game against Aberdeen at Pataudry so perhaps understandable on that front Hearts gave Motherwell a bit of a a going over in the first half when these sides met at Tynecastle um, Fraser earlier on in the season and, and Hearts of course if you look at that league table still up there in, in third place in fact would go second today um, so still lots of incentive there for Robbie Nielsen and his side yeah, and I think they've done that to a few teams this season, uh, Gordon, not only Motherwell, who are flying at that point as well, and, and I think they'll do the same. Robbie was criticised roundly last season for his team's performances. I saw them a few times in the Championship and they weren't great, but he's gone in this 3-4-3 formation, you know, so they've got Mackay. They stuck with Ginelli instead of Liam Boyce up front. He was outstanding as a number nine against Dundee United, and maybe just gives another week for Liam Boyce to get his fitness back. And Ben Woodburn, but on the bench, I said Boyce, you've got Jimmy Walker, you get Mackay Stephen, Ongwee, he plays with a lot of attacking players, and uh, the players just look as if they're enjoying it. And, and I think it's a game where, when you watch Motherwell, they're not a team that dominate the ball. You know, they do tend to get men behind the ball and they'll hit in the counter attack. So it might be that Hearts actually dominate this game, even though it's at Fir Park. But they'll just have to be aware of, of, the, of people uh, Willery and Watt and Shields, who are very, very quick on the break, Hearts. But uh, yeah, I really fancy this game to be an absolute cracker. And I think there'll be a few goals in it. How big a blow is it to have Kevin Van Veen 
suspended Fraser I must admit that, that crept up on me I didn't realise it until this morning And it's not because of a, a sending off or anything I assume it's the accumulation of too many bookings Which for a striker To have that 13 games into the season Is quite some going Yeah well Leo Craig The PFA chairman was suspended last week And I was talking to Derek Ferguson here Whose son Lewis is suspended for Aberdeen today as well So it's very early in the season to pick up a a lot of bookings The booking suspensions Have changed a wee bit We at PFA managed to push that Through a couple of years ago So if you reach Five bookings by 19 games Then you don't get suspended When it's your six That goes to 11 So the, the, the system's changed To try and take out suspensions But very early I think the way that Van Veen plays though uh, Gordon He's a physical player He seems a lively character As well And around the place So half his job is to Lead that line And take the pressure off The likes of Tony Watt And Woolery and others Around him Jordan Roberts can't play today because the Hearts player So I, th- I think he's probably Going to pick up A lot of bookings He's a physical player He's got to lead the line He's got to test defenders Physically as well So m- maybe no surprise He picks up a lot of yellows Yeah scored both goals For Motherwell Last time out though At Pataudry So that clearly Is a blow Let's hear from the managers then Ahead of that one Graham Alexander First up Yeah well, I think they've, they've got Strengths all over the pitch Both in the defensive um, Phase of play And also on the attacking side You know they had A, a great result last time out um, Similar to us um, so um, they've started the season really well, but we also know that uh, you know, we're not far behind them in in the wins um, in the league, and uh, that we've got some um, very good players as well, and, and that's what we have to, to focus on. But we understand that uh, every team we play against this season, regardless of uh, their league position, that they've all been tough, tough opponents, and uh, we'll expect nothing different all for the rest of the season. So Graham Alexander there He will welcome Robbie Nielsen And Hearts this afternoon of course Take three and a half thousand in Which for us is brilliant you know, Potentially almost 50% of the, the gate Getting there So you know, the fans have been brilliant all season The atmosphere the week, Last weekend against United at home was brilliant And even the away games now We're starting to get you know, the fans coming In their numbers Which is brilliant for us Is it a case of picking up then Where you left off? Yeah yeah it is But we know it's, it's a totally different game You play at Tynecastle 20,000 fans there Chanting you on, nice pitch, big pitch, good environment, and then we go to Fur Park, and it's always tough there. So, you know, for us, it's making sure that we're ready for the battle. So, we're looking ahead to Motherwell Hearts. That should be an absolute cracker. Fraser Wishart has his eye on that one. The new firm derby at Tannadice, Dundee United against Aberdeen. Roger Hanna is watching that one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well, Gordon. There's always something special about the new firm derby up here. There's actually a crowd coming in, only 10 past 2, and already a, a decent crowd coming into the stadium here at Tannadice. So they are clearly looking forward to it as well. And, and it's strange circumstances because if you go back to the 1st of August, the, the first day of the season, Aberdeen beat United quite easily at Petaudry, two goals to nil. And they would never have expected to be rolling up at Tannadice three months later, trailing United by six points. But that is the way they find it. It's been that kind of season for Stephen Glass. He, he looked to have found that much needed consistency when he got the point against Rangers at Ibrox sandwiched in between those home wins against Hibs and Hearts but then as Fraser was saying much of that good work was undone with that home defeat tomorrow just before the two week international break to make matters worse as Fraser was saying Lewis Ferguson suspended today and David Bates has been added to a long list of missing defenders including Andy Considine Declan Carragher young Calvin Ramsey so Stephen Glass really doesn't have his problems to see and the Dodd haven't scored a goal here believe it or not for nearly six years since Simon Church got the only goal in a win back in March 2016. Have they caught United at a good time? We don't know. They've only taken one point from nine before the international break, but I know 
despite a little bit of a, a, a COVID scare in the backroom team, I know Tam Courts has been working hard over the fortnight to make sure that little hiccup doesn't become a slide. Um, I'll give you the team news, United along, usual lines as you can imagine, Benji Seagrass and goal, it's a back four, Kieran Freeman, Ryan Edwards, Charlie McGrew and Scott McMahon in the midfield, Ian Harks, Callum Butcher and Jando Fuchs and then Peter Paula and Elmari Niskin on either side of Nicky Clark. On the bench it's Carson Aperi, Mikison, Biamu Glass, Hote and Kerr Smith. As for Aberdeen, we think they're sticking with the back three with Scott Brown in the middle of it. So that would be Joe Lewis and Goal, back three of Ross McCrory, Scott Brown and the fit again, Jack McKenzie. Midfield of Jack Garfunzo Ojo, Dylan McGeoch and Dean Campbell. And then Ryan Hedges tucked in behind the front two of Marley Watkins and Christian Ramirez who scored in that win in the opening day of the season. On the bench it's Woods, McGinn, Emmanuel Thomas, Hayes, Jenks, Samuels and Longstaff. And the referee up at Tannanese this afternoon, Gordon, is Bobby Madden. Yeah, your opening statement there, Roger, is, is so true. I remember being at that game between... Aberdeen and Dundee United on the opening weekend and the thought that after 13 games that United would be six points clear of Aberdeen would have been unthinkable what, what's what been the, the turnaround then since that day? Um, the turnaround a lot of it has been down to Tam Courts getting a settled team on the pitch you look at the, they haven't conceded many goals so you look at Benji Segrist and the two centre-halves Charlie McGrew and Ryan Edwards have been excellent um, some underrated hard-working players in the middle of the park like Giando Fuchs who I like a lot and then the signing of Omari Niskanen and the return to form of Peter Paula either side of Nicky Clark have been really important and that sort of consistency of selection is just something that Stephen Glass hasn't had at all we mentioned the missing defenders but every time he seems to get a sort of settled team there's another injury, there's another illness there's a suspension, something seems to to hit them hard so they, they can't really get any type of flow to the season that great week they had as we say the point at Ibrox in between the two home wins you thought this is them they've got it sorted out they're going to kick on now and then they lose 2-0 at home to Motherwell so you really don't know what Aberdeen you're going to see from one week to the next Yep, going to be a fascinating game always a good fixture to look out for that one Dundee United against Aberdeen at Tannadice we've already given you team news from Motherwell Hearts which means last but certainly not least for now in the top flight along the road to Paisley for St Mirren Livingston with David Friel. Good afternoon Gordon and it's a happy birthday to St Mirren manager Jim Goodwin. He actually turns 40 today. I was quite surprised. I might not say this to Jim but I thought he was a wee bit older than that. But oh, uh, Livy will be looking to spoil folks. the party. <laughs> Livy will be looking to spoil the party. It's a case of one extreme to the other for David Martindale's side. They haven't played a game in three weeks due to that Covid call off against Hibs and then obviously the international break. Their last outing was actually a 0-0 draw against Celtic at the end of October and that seems an age ago now. But from this day on they'll now play six really tough games in the next three weeks starting with a visit to St Mirren. After that it's Rangers, Aberdeen, Hearts, Hibs and Dundee United. I think that's a run of five games in 14 days, so it's a really, really tough run. And I think David, you know, he hopes the layoff won't affect their momentum. Livingston actually four unbeaten going into this game, and they could go level in points with St. Man today, but this is going to be a tight one. Looking back, Gordon, I think in the last nine meetings between these two, there's never been more than one goal in it. A lot of draws in there, a lot of one nils, two ones. St. Man won the last match between the sides in October at Livingston, thanks to an Ethan Erehon goal. So Jim Goodwin on his birthday on the big 4-0, we'll be looking for similar today. And Sitman could even end up in the top six if they do get the three points. He's made just one change from the team that drew 0-0 with St Johnson a fortnight ago. I think he was looking for more an attack that day, so Eamon Brophy comes in for Curtis Main. So it'll be the usual sort of 3-4-2-1 for St Mirren. Jack Anakin goals, Marcus Fraser, Conor McCarthy and Joe Shaughnessy at the back. 
Richard Tate, Alan Power, Ryan Flynn, Scott Tanza across the middle with Jimmy McGrath and Connor Ronan in behind Eamon Brophy. The subs for St Myrner, Linus Dunn, Erehon, Kilty, McAllister, Dennis and Main. For Livy, as I said, you know, four games unbeaten in really good form until that sort of that layoff. Ayo Obelai, who got sent off against Celtic for the Furuhashi incident, he's he's suspended today. And I think Livy are probably going to go in a 3-4-2-1 formation as well. Max Strike in goals. Nicky Devlin, I think he'll be in the back three today with Jack Fitzwater and Tom Parks. Across the four is, so across the middle, it'll be Jack McMillan, Jason Holt, Stefan Omionga and Christian Montana, who comes in with Andrew Shinney and Odin Bailey behind Bruce Anderson in attack. Subs for Livy are Mealy, Longridge, Penry, Sibold, Forrest, Cabia and Panayotto. And the referee in Paisley, and the sun's just come out, is Stevie McLean. I can't help but feel that David Field's been a bit harsh. I know he's got the old silver fox. I think Jim wears 40 quite well. Oh, yeah. He's one of the best looking guys in the, in the league, without a doubt. I mean, I, you know, Hugh is a fellow silver fox, yeah. fully paid up mm. member of the club. I, I'm just sitting thinking here, Jim Goodman is younger than all of my children. <laughs> <laughs> so That's not making me feel great You know him well Mark Wilson He's not going to take defeat On his 40th birthday too well Is he? I wouldn't think so I'm sure he's got big plans And he doesn't want His team to spoil it This afternoon Yeah looking forward to that one as well St Mirren Livy That's you up to speed With the team news for now Of course Celtic St Johnston Coming up at 5.15 At this stage on a Saturday We always get all the guys involved And look back on the week's Biggest talking points I'll give you a couple of minutes To figure out what that might be <laughs> And we'll discuss it next as it happens and your reaction from five on the open line this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson Gordon Diel and Alex Ray are in the studio we're all set up with team news ahead of the three big premiership clashes Dundee United Aberdeen Motherwell Hearts and St Mirren against Livingston we've still got Celtic against St Johnston in the League Cup semi-final to come but at this stage on a Saturday we always look back on some of the week's biggest talking points and when Celtic or Rangers appoint a new manager Hugh yeah. that tends to be the story we would look at on a Saturday so Rangers appointed a new manager quite a few days ago and we've not even heard your thoughts on it so take it away I think Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is an upgrade on Steven Gerrard I think he has an advanced skill set If I can put it that way He's a, a, an older guy than Gerrard He's a more experienced guy than Gerrard He's won more than Gerrard as a manager I think it's an astonishing piece of business Conducted with great efficiency by Rangers Because no sooner was uh, Steven Gerrard out the door than it seemed to be the, the Van Bronckhurst wheels were set in motion. So I think he is a terrific appointment. Uh, he will leave the guys from the, the Rangers B team to look after the side against Hibs tomorrow. That will take care of itself, I think, because everyone is now out to impress Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. So there'll be no downturn in performance by Rangers tomorrow. Alex Ray, how yeah. do you feel this has all played out this week? Yeah, I think uh, you have to commend the Rangers board and the manner which they've gone about their business, Gordon. Uh, I think there was a lot of disappointment around about the Rangers camp, the support base and uh, the speed in which Steven Gerrard left. Uh, there's a lot of big games. We've obviously got a semi-final in Europe in midweek. So they managed to get a guy in I agree with you You've got a guy come in Who's already done And won silverware uh, In his home country So uh, I'm, I'm really interested to see How it plays out mm. uh, You know Some news broke today That he has had no part to play uh, In mm -hmm. the preparation So Which I thought was a bit strange Because for me It's an opportunity to go in And actually just be there Show yourself But he's given respect To David McCallum And the backroom team So Interesting times ahead Yeah there is still of course That work permit issue uh, as well Just out of curiosity Because I know you Speak to a lot of Rangers fans uh, On social media And out and about You met anyone yet Who 
doesn't think it's a good appointment? No, uh, there was an overwhelming even before he was appointed, Gordon. You know, I've, I've obviously thrown out one or two names. Uh, I thought Dean Smith might have been a, a decent appointment at the time. But the more uh, I looked into Giovanni, what he'd actually done, the period that uh, Feyenoord hadn't won a title and so forth, he's obviously went and got his stripes. He's obviously been an assistant as well. So he's went in a similar path to Stephen mm. where he's worked at a lower uh, level, t- took up the management situation, and he's now uh, his own man. They're incredibly lucky, Rangers, because he was available. China didn't work out Covid struck He came back to Holland And availability is a great thing When you need a manager uh, When Giovanni was here playing for Rangers Martin O'Neill became available And Celtic got him We know what happened then And when Celtic wanted Brendan Rodgers uh, He was available He was unemployed Like Giovanni uh, And <laughs> You know, treble after treble then followed So I think Rangers are incredibly fortunate That Giovanni Van Bronckhurst was there And for me Is an upgrade on Stephen Gerrard Roger Hanna Journalistically you'll have seen so many of these appointments And often they come with A lot of drama And a lots of twists and turns Was this one a bit more straightforward Than uh, perhaps you expected? Um, they're never too straightforward, Gordon. I don't think anyone, when, when Stephen Gerrard won that title last March, I don't think anyone really expected him to vacate the manager's office eight months later. But he's gone. Uh, Rangers have acted quickly. The supporters seem happy. You listen to the pundits. They think Rangers have got the right man. The fascinating thing for me now, Gordon, will be to see how the players react because the vast majority of players in that squad were brought together by Stephen Gerrard. They've known nothing but Stephen Gerrard and, and you know the training of Gannon McAllister and Michael Beale. How will they react to a different voice? How will they react to potentially different tactics? How will they react to maybe that 4-3-3 changing and just their way of working changing? And you'll get a first taste. I know he's not speaking to the players. I know he's not taking the team tomorrow. But tomorrow is the real dress rehearsal for these players to impress Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and to make sure that they've got a future at the football club because quite often when managers come in, the team's in turmoil, they're bottom of the league, they're struggling, they're 10 points off something, they're out the cup. Giovanni's coming in with Rangers four points clear in a semi-final tomorrow and with an opportunity in Thursday night against Sparta Prague to get to the knockout stages of the, the Europa League. He has landed on his feet here. Yeah, I mean, Fraser Wisher, in this most passionate of footballing cities, even if you support the same team as someone, you, you very rarely do we agree with each other. Um, but as Alex Ray mentioned, it feels like I couldn't even begin to put a percentage. It must be 99 plus percent of Rangers fans are happy with, with this appointment. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's a dissenting voice amongst the Rangers uh, support. And I think it's shown the value of having <coughs> pardon me, a really good <coughs> pardon me, director of football. Russ Wilson knows his stuff, he's operated at a high level. In England, and I often say that uh, if you're in charge of any football club, you should have an eye on who's going to be your next manager, because if he's successful, like Stephen Gerrard, then he might go. But if you're not successful, you might have to get rid of him. So you have to replace him quickly, and the Rangers have done so. You know, And, and I think important things, one is, of course, popularity amongst the supporters. You know, we, we all know he's a fine coach, but uh, very popular appointment. Secondly, he was their first choice. There was no hanging around. There was no waiting for second or third or fourth choice, and that becomes an issue that we all discuss. The third point was four million pounds in for Stephen Gerrard and no outlay, as you were saying, because he's he's, he's available. So I, I'm really interested to see how he goes. You know, popular as a player. I was speaking to guys actually from the Dutch Players Union the other the other day. They're, he's very popular over there as well. Quite a quiet but strong personality as well. So he'll have to bring in his own backroom staff, which will change things around. But uh, I think he'd be disappointed he's not involved tomorrow. And I think you made the point, Gordon. He, he can't be. He's not allowed. 
one of the many, many bad points about Brexit is that it's going to be more difficult for football players to come in and we'll see the effect of that in the coming weeks. But also for managers, I don't think there'll be any problem with them fulfilling the criteria, but you don't just automatically come in when you're Dutch like you would have done when we're part of the EU. So a bit of a delay, I don't know how long that will take, but uh, hopefully it's soon for, for Rangers supporters. And uh, now we have an interesting battle between two good appointments and two recent appointments because I think Postacoglu is a good appointment for Celtic as well and an exciting season to look forward to Yeah I think we'll probably leave the super scoreboard debate on Brexit for now but we'll get back to it some other time I promise you um, d- 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 no, Absolutely, I'm, I'm, absolutely. I'm, It wasn't wasn't a criticism of you Fraser, I'm just looking at the faces of Alex Ray and Gordon DL and I can tell that they're worried about where that was going to go uh, David Friel, we will look ahead at what's next uh, very soon what did you make of what's happened so far, though, and how it's played out? Yeah, I mean, I mean to me, as, as you said, it was the most obvious managerial appointment I think I can remember. Um, as soon as Stephen Gerrard, it was kind of clear he was going to go. Speaking to anybody and looking at who was available, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst stood out an absolute mile. I think in the, in the last couple of days, we've probably had everybody from Holland talking about him, but for me, the, the kind of the pertinent one yesterday was Pep Guardiola. Now, as well as going to China, Giovanni also spent some time working with the City Group and I think at one stage people are saying he might even end up in Guardiola's coaching staff and he spoke really, really highly of him as well. So this is a guy with a great pedigree. I agree with you. I, th- I think in, in, it might end up the Rangers actually a better manager than Steven Gerrard down the line. But I don't think we'll see G- the best of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst as Rangers manager for a while yet in terms of his own stamp on the team because Rangers have so many games. To me it's a ticking over job and I know you might go on to talk about what happens next and the amount of games and everything but uh, there's so many games, so I think it would be the winter break before you really see his stamp on the team in terms of tactics and any structures and, and everything like that. I think from now until then, I think it's just a case of getting through all these big games, and there are so many big games coming every three days for Rangers. Does that, does that become a, a unique challenge in itself, Alex? Because we all know that there are no guarantees. Whether you've got a good CV, what type of player you were, where you've been before, every managerial appointment carries a bit of risk. And as David says, look at that schedule. It's Hibs tomorrow, which yeah. you'll take next to nothing to do with. Then it's Sparta Prague on Thursday. Uh, the two big away games, I think, in the league. Then there's Leon in the Europa League. Celtic are only four points behind. So, how important is it that they just do what they can to to get the results and hit the ground running in that sense? Yeah, it's very important as a manager. You want to try and get the results that will get the the fans buying into what you're trying to do. I agree with David. It's impossible for him to implement a new style uh, uh, so quickly. Uh, and because of the time you have on the grass it becomes impossible but the fact that he plays a 4-3-3 it's fascinating because I've watched the Dutch teams and the philosophy over the years and the front two wider ones of the three tend to be more searching the byline mm. whereas they're inverted at Rangers under Steven so it'll be fascinating to see if they offer more width going forward It's been very interesting listening to Super Scoreboard uh, this week because And every week but Yeah of course but <laughs> per, uh, because of the appointment as you say the appointment of a manager at Rangers or Celtic Focuses the attention I got the impression That Stephen Gerrard Had left the Rangers fans With a very bad taste In the mouth uh, they, they didn't think That he left In the right manner Didn't say the right things uh, But then When Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Was confirmed All of a sudden Gerrard got an easier time Off the Rangers supporters Because Their Anger Frustration Call it what you will Had gone because they get Giovanni Van Bronckhurst now. Uh, there'll still be, I will not be for a change, the only one in this studio today interested in the Brighton result. 
There'll be an awful lot of interest in the Brighton result mm. because they're playing Aston Villa today. Just think how conflicted all those Rangers fans are going to be because you want Steven Gerrard to lose today. They want Steven Gerrard to lose, but that means they're going to have to agree with you and get on your team for but this. So the difference will be that publicly they will say, We don't want Steven Gerrard to lose. But they'll be listening to the radio <laughs> thinking, I hope he gets stuffed. Uh, Roger Hanna, what's to come next then? Roy Mackay. It looks pretty much certain he will join as part of the backroom staff. Uh, I noticed newspaper reports suggesting Neil McCann last night, but there's still a bit of uh, confirmation to be done on those areas. Yeah, there still is. And I would expect Neil McCann would probably join. I think Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is keen to have a Scottish voice and in, in, in his behind-the-scenes team. Roy McKay is coming over with him as well. So there'll be a bit of a mix and match. But I think um, conversations have taken place. I would expect Neil McCann to be added to the squad, uh, to the coaching staff, if, if you like. Um, and they don't really have much time to, you know bed themselves in because as David was saying it's just game after game after game and you get into that December however many Premiership games there are with, with, before the winter break there's European games as well so he will have a game every three or four days he might be treated as a good thing because if nothing else it will certainly give him the opportunity to look at each member of his squad and work out whether or not he wants them to play a bigger part than they have before a smaller part than they have before what does it mean for the strikers does Morelos start the way he usually did under Steven Gerrard is it going to be Ruth is it going to be Sakala as, as the boys were saying you know will Ryan Kent play does he play the number 10 role does he play a wider role so it's going to be a fascinating time for Rangers supporters and I think it will be an exciting time for Rangers supporters too is it worth bearing in mind, Fraser Wisher? Because as we've mentioned, it seems there has been overwhelming positivity from the Rangers fans on this one. But but sometimes, does, does that make it easy to forget that, that this is still disruption? You don't want your manager to leave at this stage in the season and have to get a new guy in with new ideas, even if the CV is good, even if people expect it in time to be an upgrade on Steven Gerrard. Is it worth bearing in mind that this still is a, is a, a period of disruption for Rangers? Yeah, it's a period of change, and, and I think football players sometimes don't like uh, that change. I think the players all were re- very close to Stephen Gerrard and Gary McAllister and the guys as well, so there'll be a complete change in, in management from, from top to bottom. There's four or five people leaving, Michael Beale, sports scientists, all these guys that play a prominent part, but I think we've all acknowledged that Rangers haven't been quite at their absolute best in a lot of games this season. There's been a wee bit flat sometimes as well, so maybe a new coach coming in. It's just going to make everybody just do that wee bit extra, you know, maybe lift the, the squads. I think somebody mentioned there you've got to impress the, the new man. Everybody has, you know, he will, he will know about the Rangers team. He'll have watched videos, etc. But you've got to impress him as a person, got to impress him at training as well, because a lot of coaches put a, puts a great factor on, on, on training as well. So it is a new time, but it's, it's happened very quickly and there's not been a delay of three or four or five weeks before someone's appointed. So there's this period of uncertainty with a caretaker manager who's not going to get the job. And I think that's, I said earlier, I think fair play to Ross Wilson, you know, his contacts and the way he operates. They were prepared for this and they went for it. And they've not even, other than the game tomorrow, which, as I said earlier, he would have been there if he had his work permit. Then you expect him to be in very, very soon for the next game, which I think is a plus thing for Rangers. Having the manager watching from the stands, you three in the studio, Wilson, DL Ray, ever had that before? Um, and if not, do you think it does that bring its own sort of pressure? You know, he might not be in charge, but you yeah. can bet he's watching your every move. Yeah, I think he will be, Gordon. I don't know about the other guys. I used to be watching from the stands myself, uh, never mind the manager, but. Uh, They'll know that the manager, obviously the manager's now there, it's confirmed, it's just a sort of a fine details to sort it out. 
You go out there with that mindset. You've got to make an impression. The boys will tell you, you've got to make that impression to make sure that you become that still that number one. Because everybody will be given an opportunity. A new manager, his first meeting when he brings his squad together, that's the first thing he says. Look, doesn't matter what's going on before. Mm. Everybody starts fresh now. It's up to you to claim a jersey and show me what you can do. And I know it's different, Mark, because Rangers are. They're in a position of strength They won the league They're top of the league They're in the competitions And Celtic had a huge rebuild But who's Who could Rangers Anthony Ralston be? You know Does that yeah. Does that still re- Does that always remain a possibility When you get a new manager? Yeah Of course it does Because everyone gets Another chance Those that are Constants in the team Will be thinking Well Have I really been doing enough? Or am I the one For the chop? Those who are on the bench Or not even making the bench In the stand Unstripped See it as an opportunity You know A new manager Always wants to put His own stamp on things Doesn't matter How good it's been before And if every drill Steven Gerrard does in training The players love You bet Giovanni Van Bronckers Is going to come in And he's going to change all that So players have to adapt to it And adapt quickly But It's it's a fresh opportunity For these guys to impress And I think it'll be a nervy time for them I, I always found that When a new manager came in No matter if I was in the team Or out the team it was always a nervy period, a period of uncertainty. You have to adapt to new training regimes, new new methods, new ways of holding meetings, new analysis. So as a bit of disruption, but I think they've got the right man in to do it. With the greatest respect to all who were considered for the job, this guy has won La Liga with Barcelona. This guy has won more trophies for Rangers than anybody at Ibrox has. This guy has over 100 caps for the Netherlands. So you're talking about a man of some substance who's walked into the joint here. Yeah, I think there was a, a, a few Hibs uh, chaps in the media over the, the course of this week saying it was a really good time to get them if they don't mm. get a manager in. I, I think the fact that there's a manager in, I agree with the guys. I think the, the players will be galvanised. They'll be on the front foot uh, and they'll be looking to try and press Gordon. It's interesting because I, when I went to St Mirren, uh, it was a Friday afternoon Got the job at one o'clock Now I know the circumstances are different Because of work permits But I wanted to be there I wanted to have an impact And I wanted to be in the dressing room And that's what I did uh, The following day But the fact that he's in that stand Will most certainly have a bearing so when, when, when you appoint a guy from De- You don't need the work permit from Denison That's the difference well, yeah, I know. Did, you, so, did you win the game? Yeah we did actually Funny enough It was a, it was against Jack Ross Who's now going to be the manager right, tomorrow So the only reason he brought it up Hugh <laughs> If it was 4-0 He would have said it was nothing uh, to do yeah. with him he, yeah. he couldn't care less Right uh, Let's park that for now I'm sure there will be plenty more discussion As the afternoon progresses But we do have big games kicking off At 3 o'clock in the top flight And we'll go back around the grounds next The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL and Alex Ray in the studio Top team all around the grounds And it's League Cup semi-final weekend Always enjoy this weekend It's a 5.15 kick-off between Celtic and St Johnston And tomorrow Giovanni Van Bronckhurst watching from the stands As Rangers play Hibs Three big games in the top flight kicking off in about 15 minutes time Could you do me a, a favour at for Park Fraser at Hatchet Man Halliday as Hugh Keevans calls him is obviously suspended for this one and we offered him Gordon DL's season ticket seat to sit and watch the game have a wee look and see if you can spot him yeah I'll have a wee look down is it in the main stand in front of me is that where Gordon sits usually yeah, what's, yeah, the, what's yeah. the row and seat number uh, row C number 43 just down <laughs> look to the left and you'll see it just 
Roughly where the mother will badge is on the TV He's just saying this with a straight face as well As if he's got one Outrageous He's the most um, inveterate liar I've ever known <laughs> Yes It comes far too naturally to him um, But yeah It's a tale of personnel It's quite interesting Fraser Because you know Liam Boyce is back But he's on the bench And Michael Smith Truly comes back for Hearts We mentioned Van Veen being suspended uh, for Motherwell uh, Oyala as well So various players out Various players back um, After the international break Yeah I think the bigger problem Is for, for Graham Alexander I forgot to mention Jordan Roberts of course Who started the last game And can't play Because he's on loan From from that So four changes Graham Alexander's had to make From a team that were very uh, Get a brilliant result Up at Pitodry And I'm sure he would rather have kept the same the same team from a Hearts perspective Michael Smith was only missed one game so he comes back in and I'm, I'm not surprised Boyce has been out for a while with a calf injury and sometimes you can just push that too far but I think they used to form a Josh Ginelli he was a winger he played as a number 9 and uh, was outstanding I thought he was man of the match in that 5-2 victory against Dundee United got a goal Ben Woodburn got a couple of goals in the wide area as well so you know they're, they're well served in, in those areas but I think the bigger problem is, is for, for Motherwell and that's one of the reasons why I'm surprised he didn't bring back uh, Stephen O'Donnell just that bit of experience in that, uh, that position so Beres Mugabe up against Woodburn up against Barry Mackay he's going to have to be on his toes today as well because that's where Hearts have got that, that strength in the wide areas There was a, a small period there Fraser where maybe people started looking at Hearts and thinking well they're really not as anywhere near as effective without Liam Boyce but did that victory against Dundee United last time out dispel a lot of that stuff? Well, it's always an interesting one. Sometimes when you play a player out of position, you can, you can go and play it for a game for a game or two. But longer term, I'm not not so sure. And, and I think Liam Boyce is, is the main striker, and we know about his goals. I think he's a really underrated footballer as well. I think he leads the line well. He links the play. He comes short. He's strong as well. I think he's a very very good striker. So as the, as the players go off to my right, the huge noise and the heart supporters atmosphere is really really building but for me longer term boys will come back into the team they might just be nursing him back in so he's been out for five or six weeks at least and you've got a calf problem you've just got to be careful so it might be a great opportunity they won the last time Janelli played well maybe get him on for 20-30 minutes and look to start him in the next game but uh, great options to have as I said earlier off the bench Gary Mackay Stephen you've also got uh, Jimmy Walker he's got a lot of attacking options in this heart squad so I think Murrow could be up against it today now let's go to Tannadice. Roger Hanna's there, so we'll hear from the managers. Tam Courts first up. When you look at the Aberdeen team, uh, littered with, with top individuals, they're, they're a, a team that probably might have expected to, to be a little bit higher up the league at this point, um, but they got that, that top performance result against Hearts, they then lost against Motherwell. So they, they'll, they'll be looking, you know, post-international break to kind of catapult themselves up the league. We're just looking to build on a, a really solid start. I think the good thing from our perspective is we know where we are as a team, we know where we can improve, and that this this Saturday represents a really good opportunity to actually, you know, really look for those improvements. So Aberdeen have had improvements, but they're not out of that sticky spot yet. Stephen Glass will be hoping to kickstart some of that today. I think there's been a few nil nils over the years, but it's. Uh, I think both teams have shown they're well capable of scoring goals. Both teams have shown they're well capable of losing goals when they're not at their best. So I think uh, if we can look after ourselves at the back end and, and finish well enough and perform well enough. I think it can be an attractive game for us, but it's, it's up to us for a performance level to do that. We felt we were building a little bit of momentum. Obviously, it got stopped a little bit against Motherwell, but it's important that we get back on, on track and start getting points on the board. Uh, if you're not, other teams are, and you end up sliding down the league, which is not what we want to do. So it's important that we get, we get the opportunity to do that against United on Saturday, and we take it. I suppose you can clearly argue this is a, a crucial run for every team, Roger, but particularly Aberdeen, because like we said, that really 
Difficult run lot of criticism Dave Cormack coming out And defending Stephen Glass And then it looked vindicated They go and Get their act together And then they lose at home To Motherwell So are we about to find out What Aberdeen are all about In the next few weeks um, I think the supporters Will hope so Because it looked as if um, As we said earlier on They were just going To kick on And then They stopped in their tracks With uh, the, the game Against Motherwell They go to Celtic Park Next remember So that's not going to be An easy game For Stephen Glass So he'll be desperate To pick something up today Because he won't want To go down To Celtic Off the back of Back to back defeats Look at the games They've got in the month Of December as well Yes they open up With a couple of home games But they've to go To St Johnson They've to go To Hibernian They've got Rangers Coming to before the end of December as well so the fixture list isn't too kind to the Dons coming up Stephen Glass will need something at Tanner Ice this afternoon uh, On to that other game in Paisley St Mirren against Livingston it's taken us a while uh, David Field but we've eventually realised and it shouldn't have taken me so long Roger Hanna pointed it out to me you turned 40 not that long ago so clearly there's a little bit of jealousy in there about your, your earlier comments regarding Jim Goodwin yeah, I can't believe he's younger than me. That's that's that was the that was the purpose of my point. Yeah, yes, and and you know I've seen a few people go and wish him happy birthday today, and it's a big game for St. Man. Gordon, you know their the season's probably been up and down. Speaking to Jim after the St. Johnson game a couple of weeks ago, he felt there'd been far too many games where they just their, their play deserved more points than they ended up with. I think the Motherwell game he spoke about when they drew two each. Obviously losing to Dundee at home last time out here and then that's 0-0 with St Johnston. But Livy are in good form and Livy are a good side. You would never ever rule out David Martindale's side at all. And Jim's just run off the pitch, uh, the pitch taking a big round of applause just now. So no, interesting game. I do fancy St Man. Yeah, and for both of these, is this now the start of the period? You know, we, we passed that junction a couple of weeks ago where everyone's played everyone once and you look at the teams that are at the bottom... Um, the likes of Ross County and Dundee is this where if, if Livingston and St Mirren have got real ambitions of pulling away from that group these are the types of games that they'll probably both look to get something yeah I think so as, as I mentioned earlier I think given the other games and Hibs not playing today St Mirren if they do win and Aberdeen don't win could end up in the top six today I think Livingston having picked up quite a lot of points recently could go and propel themselves up as well and Ross County you know six points from 12 games Livingston six points ahead of them just now at minimum nine points so as you're saying a couple of wins two or three wins out of four or five games and you can just propel yourselves up that league so yeah it is coming at a, a crucial time and I think squad depth is also important because there's so many games and midweek games coming up obviously at the Christmas period as well so yeah I think I think for both time, both teams looking for three points today I don't think any of them would want to, to settle for a draw All about our featured games in the top flight this afternoon Roger Hanna but some great fixtures elsewhere and particularly that championship one with a nice local feel for us, Partick Thistle up against Hamilton Ackies. Yeah, and I wouldn't expect a 6-1 this time. I watched Thistle when they went to Hamilton earlier in the season, scored six. Ackies only got a consolation, I think, deep into the added time. That showed Stuart Taylor the, the, the size of the job he's got in his hands with the Ackies. But it also emphasised Partick Thistle are the real deal in this season. They are in this promotion shake-up. They won at Kilmarnock two or three weeks ago when I was down there. They then bettered that by going and putting four past Ed United for the second time this season. They will have a voice in this promotion shout. And don't be surprised if Ian McCall gets them to the playoffs at least for a push to get into the Premiership. Yeah, that's a cracker. Thistle Hamilton, but even elsewhere, Dunfermline, Ayr, Kilmarnock are both Wraith Rovers, Morton. And don't even get me started down Leagues 1 and 2 as well because there's some great fixtures all across the country as we welcome back domestic football after a successful international break. We're almost there. The three o'clock kickoffs are next. The winning team all season long. 
This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Domestic football returns after the international break We've got three fantastic top flight games Brilliant fixtures down the divisions A League Cup semi-final later this afternoon And another one tomorrow as well What more could you want? You lot have had a week to reset To rest your hopeless predictions What are the ACAs looking like in the top flight this afternoon? I am talking incentives today Aberdeen's incentive at Tannadise Is to get out of the bottom six I'm going to take them to do that and beat Dundee United. Hearts incentive at Motherwell is to leapfrog Celtic while they are on cup duty this evening. And I think they will do that. They'll win at Fir Park. And St Mirren would want to put six points between themselves and Livingston at that end of the table. That's a good start for Jim Goodwin. So happy birthday, Jim Goodwin. And all the candles will be on the cake because they'll win. Yeah, I think we're going to have a tight uh, few games this afternoon, Gordon. They're evenly matched. I'm going the first one, Dundee United Aberdeen. I think that's a stick on draw. Uh, Motherwell Hearts, it breaks my heart. I think Hearts have just got the edge on us. Uh, so I'm going for an away win, and I think St Mirren will beat Livingston. Hugh's going for incentives, uh, Gordon. I'm going for value. I'm going for Dundee United Aberdeen to draw. Motherwell Hearts to draw Oof. St Mirren Livingston to draw No what? way there's, there's your dinner Mark Wilson <laughs> United to beat Aberdeen Hearts to beat Motherwell St Mirren to beat Livy And later game Celtic to go through Goal Flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Book your face fit and mask service online now and just like that, we're back. It's been a long couple of weeks, a great couple of weeks for the Scotland national team, but we're back to the real nitty-gritty three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. And this is why we've got the top team all around the grounds, the eyewitnesses, the guys that can give us the real insight that you're looking for, such as Roger Hanna, who tells us that Aberdeen are in their new away kit for the first time, Bruni in blue, he says. Won't have seen that too Suits often. Suits well, yes. Uh, and Fraser Wishart pointing out that at Fir Park, both the goalies are the captains. You might not have that too often. Craig Gordon and Liam Kelly in the absence of Stephen O'Donnell. That certainly won't happen too often. You having that goalies as captains? No. You no. don't like that? I don't like it, does you? He couldn't care less. Look uh, at his face I, I can't, well, I'm as a captain as a centre forward. And it's not all about no, you, but, though. What I'm saying, I don't like people who say I don't like centre forwards being captain, don't like mm. they, they tend to go for a defender or a midfield player. But I don't see any point. Listen. As I used to say as a man There's a living captain oh, <laughs> Have inspiration It was at that point In my junior reporter days I put the pen and paper away oh, Step away for the mic Mark Wilson Goalies as captains Are you having that? No I'm not having no? that Because they're, they're quite unusual characters Goalies They're quite unhinged At the best of times Here's the thing right Not only is Fraser Wishart Maybe onto something That you don't often see Two goalies as captains I would I would reckon Liam Kelly and Craig Gordon Are not your typical goalies either They're not that unhinged They aren't No but I bet you they've got Some skeletons in the closet <laughs> they, they always enough. have the goalies They're always strange But uh, Too Scottish uh, yeah. Goalies as well So yeah quite unusual Yeah they're not your Ranting and raving mad goalies Though that you're used to You don't to. look like I, yeah. I've played with a few myself um, yeah. That I wouldn't put as captain with Name names Name names Oh well <laughs> Boric you, you certainly wouldn't put Big Arthur <laughs> as your captain you know, quite influential in different ways, but no, uh, no captain. Material. He didn't take any uh, nonsense, did he? <laughs> no, no, from from no one. So he was quite uh, colourful. But even at Dundee United, some of the goalkeepers 
played with the Tony Bullock. Remember Tony Bullock oh, going yes. back? Remember? Big Bull and things like that. Always unusual characters. So, not, not for me. Stick to defenders and midfielders. Uh, there's a defender who's done great things for his country over the last few days. John Souter just shields the ball out of play. It's like what I did there against Connor Shields. Didn't even yeah. mean that. Anyway, shields the ball out of play. Um, what a few days for him. What a story, mm. Hugh Evans. Well, it's rare that you see and hear Steve Clark get emotional. Yeah. And he got quite emotional. He said he, he almost felt like crying at the end of the game because of what John Souter has had to endure in terms of injury, serious injury. Uh, and on more than one occasion in his career uh, and to score a goal uh, to mark his comeback to international football after a long absence outstanding and he's done himself an immense favour because apparently half of England wants to buy him now can we, can we, so, sorry, his performance was incredible as well not just a goal can we just do no wrong at the moment four minutes gone Norwich nil Southampton won and it's Shea McAdams who's scored <laughs> on the fourth minute I think Picking that was up his, where he left off That was his best performance for Scotland Brilliant It was incredible he? The way he liked to play The finish Tremendous New no, managers uh, bounce right away Gordon Yeah Losing four minutes uh, <laughs> And I was going to say that Common sense has prevailed Billy Gilmore's back in the Norwich mm. team Obviously how could you keep him out But well, they're losing again And Shea Adams uh, So a lot of Scots involved in that one Most notably in the Norwich team I think McLean and Hanley both uh, play as well No Stuart Armstrong But Shea Adams plays in that one uh, let's get this up and running, Hugh, before we get distracted any further. The first half teaser. With Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column. Since 2011, there are nine men whose only permanent management job is with a team currently in the Scottish top flight. They must also have played for that team at some point in their career. Name them. Since 2011, there are nine men whose only permanent management job is with a team currently in our top flight. They must also have played for that team at some point in their career. Who are they? Now, our listeners know everything, right? Absolutely everything. And they tend to squish all of these. But I'm looking at some of those names. I think to yeah, get, yeah, yeah. I think to get all nine of them... You're going to have to be Really really on top of your game Especially yeah. a couple of them uh, So remember It must be their only Permanent management job With a team who's currently In the Scottish top flight They must also have played For that team At some point So caretaker managers Do not count Get your thinking caps on Send the answers over To at Clyde SSB First of all See if you can get them all right Because I'll be impressed No matter how long it takes you uh, But the aim of the game Is to beat everyone else to it So right. get thinking quickly what a list this is by the way yes. I mean some are obvious Some not so much Okay we'll get back to that No goals to tell you about in our featured matches Just those ones from down south Shea Adams scoring uh, I noticed their footage as well Of Steven Gerrard leading Aston Villa out for the first time Warm welcome from the crowd for him uh, And by yeah. his side Austin McPhee yeah. Scotland's set yeah. piece mastermind the bold, the bold Austin, yes. Behind the, the goal the other night He is of course Still in situ at Aston Villa And will now be working with Stephen Gerrard and Cope Well it's a vote of confidence in him Because uh, you know Stephen Gerrard was quick to assert himself It had to be Gary McAllister It had to be Michael Beale uh, So he must have approved the decision to keep 
uh, Austin on the payroll And perhaps unsurprisingly He has picked John McGinn to play today Just in case you thought there was going to be some wild surprise uh, On that front no, he was always going to play Gordon I think he's a talisman for uh, Aston Villa How good was he the other night as well? Tremendous. We could just run through them all But yeah. in particular He's just a powerhouse You know, the, the, the way he goes about his business And uh, if you're a manager Steven Gerrard was box to box uh, And obviously McGinn brings so, so much model. qualities Yeah, like that, yeah uh, Norwich are level But it's none of the Scots It's Timo Pukki Finish, etc Don't even go there with that joke And Watford, I think, are beating Man United What? Oh Is this the day? Does Good only, night, sweetheart. Does only survive Time that. To go. I mean, to be no, fair, we've got them written off after six minutes or whatever it is. So, As we would do. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's our <laughs> <some> jobs. <laughs> He's just absolutely battered the Norwich manager in the back in it. Some of us don't have an hour and a half to spare. You know, we've got to move it on here. Yeah, what for if, one Man United nil? If that, if that were to be the final result, and you know, it's all hypothetical, but if, if that were to be the final result, he could not survive that. No? Not a chance. Said that a few times, haven't we? Yeah. But there does come a point when you have to hold your hands up and say, Ollie, it's just not working. Uh, Mother- oh. oh, that's tremendous. Play. Listen, Motherwell have started very brightly, actually. They've been in Hearts half, but a moment of danger. Played back to Liam Kelly under pressure from the Hearts forward. He just does the old Cruyff turn, sends oh, the tremendous. striker elsewhere, and plays away. That's not bad, is that's it? That's why he's yeah, I think yep. the strikers just ended up right into your living room, ran right out the pitch. <laughs> ever, said, fell for the dummy, Dazzler. Yeah, it was great play. Cool, calm, collective. It's good when it comes off, but um, <laughs> nothing really exciting and happened uh, so far for part for me. I'd like a wee bit better the pace, tempo. Um, I think we will get goals this afternoon. I think it will be I tight games. By the way, hold on. Watch do watch you, do you get on the game? wrong side of the bed this morning? This this been a not a bad start to this game. I no, I'm not really enjoying Mark it. Wilson. I, Are we out voting? I, I, I've been quite I it's enjoying been right. that, but it's been good. I, I, I've noticed that he's not even glanced up at it. So, yeah, you've not even seen any of it. <laughs> you've written Jockey Scott in for an answer. Oh, Watford's goal's been ruled out. It's oh. Watford nil, Man United nil. But, Aye, but, 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 but hold on, because I, I think it was. I think it's a. I think it was a penalty, and there was encroachment. So it might well be that they then just go and take it again at this mm. stage. Um. Get, get a minute because who's one to change? Oh, he scores it anyway. He scores it again. Prediction 100% scores it. Uh, Kelty are one up in Stenhouse Muir. Connor Barron learned everything he knew under Mark Wilson at Brecon on loan last season. Yeah, good player. Did you have him at Aberdeen? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? I remember Ooh, watching him at Scotland. What do you mean, Eddie? How effect? He's got COVID in the hotel ah, it's room. Preparation. Preparation. Uh, Newcastle won Brentford nil. Well, great result Or great scoreline It's not a result yet uh, But uh, they, they had sold out St James's Park today You know, they, they talk about sleeping giants But that really is one uh, The person yeah. who could get Newcastle United right uh, Would be creating something very special Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons Why the owners were in there, Hugh The, the fan base, the, you know, the passion yeah. uh, for the club not not one a lot though You know when people say well, That sleeping yeah. giant They tend to refer to the fan base Don't yeah, they as a football yeah, obsessed absolutely. But they're not actually A successful football club No, no uh, 100% not. I think you, you have to go back A long time Gordon But uh, in terms of Stature uh, An English game Newcastle are very much up there If yeah. they go in the right direction With serious investment Then you never it's know It's like that with Aberdeen I always think You know What a great week it's been for Aberdeen Dennis Law Having his statue unveiled Sir Alex being there with him At the unveiling of the statue uh, wonderful But it's all about the past Because Aberdeen have won two trophies mm. in 30 years Two A big chance for Ben Woodburn But oh. he just can't quite control it Poor touch from him 
That goes through to Liam Kelly I promise I'll get away from the Wee League in a minute But just this feels quite dramatic And everyone does look at Solskjaer and all the rest of it So it was a penalty It was scored There was encroachment So it got retaken And you know what happened next De Gea yeah. saved it So it's oh. nil nil That's when you know your luck's in a little bit I think McTominay gave the penalty away Let me double check that The picture I've seen it certainly looks like he had something to do with it Uh, Was that Well it's a half chance for Hearts Ben Woodburn you'd expect him to do better Yeah it was a ball round the face Gordon Uh, The Motherwell defence were flat footed He just cushioned out his right thigh Unfortunately he's bounced off him and threw to the goalkeeper That was a good opportunity Does that show Motherwell what Hearts are capable of Because Hearts have not really offered much in the the opening 10 minutes I have to say the ball round the face was absolutely brilliant And uh, you know it was just a poor touch Mm. He's he's on the back He's got a a brace a couple of weeks ago as Mm. well So a boy in form How's that Eddie Howe effect Ivan Tony's equalised For Brentford yeah, yeah. He's never been a defensive coach I've always said that about him Hugh <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to do Hugh Because it's such a tough question uh-huh. I'm going to go in early On, on some of the, the clues or, or some of the wrong answers Because there's one that we will just get All day long um, I'm looking at Brian He's giving it a good go That Glasgow gamer Giving it a Yeah A decent go as well um, who else is on here Funnily enough No one's actually said the one That I was anticipating But I'll do it I'll get it out of the way Because I want to give people A bit of a help with this Stephen Glass is not on your list He's not Now Technically We're all about accuracy He did manage Atlanta 2 Or whatever they're called Yeah Right So it's Aberdeen technically Not his first managerial job So just forget about Stephen Glass And go for The other ones Or his only managerial job I should say um, Peterhead nil, Queen's Park 1 Luca Connell uh, On loan from Celtic yes, I think yeah, scored on 10 minutes Up there at Balmour Well Queen's Park moving nicely A uh, lot of investment in the club uh, Up against uh, Jim McAnally Never rule out Peterhead under McAnally I tell you the boy Even Tony's done really well Over the last 18 months or so Hasn't he scored a barrel load of goals Oh yeah 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 uh, what, what, what are you trying to imply I'm just saying he's actually Good goal on. scorer Yeah he's a good goal scorer Yes and Celtic didn't get him That's what he's trying to imply I think that's you You love those ones Someone oh, even I'm not yes. going to mention it There's the other one That you always talk about Someone mentioned it In your absence the other night A man pulled me up about it last night Did he? I was out at the boxing and, uh, Is that what you were last night? I wondered why you left me I, With those two a, former a, Scotland internationals Where were you doing? I had a special engagement Because the St Andrews Sporting Club Was reopening After two years Of enforced absence Due to Covid And the gentleman approached me and came and said that uh, I went on about John McGinn for far too long and it wasn't accurate anyway. Celtic didn't really want him. Nonsense. Did you actually respond to him nonsense on I the did. night? I did. I'm glad to hear you said nonsense. I was sitting beside uh, Anthony Crowler, former world champion. Ah, he was brief. Yes. <laughs> Anthony, get him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, interesting display from the Dundee United fans behind the goal, I think, saying. Um, Better to be a lion for a day than a sheep all your life. Oh dear! <laughs> Dig it there, opposition fans. Uh, this afternoon, uh, Mark Wilson loves that. Look at him, Dundee United mm. legend. He's all yeah, about that. Oh, the old club. Did, you like, old did you like the games? Are oh, the uh, the new firm games? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Good record in them. Uh, no, can't remember. Can no, 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 no. I, I took a yeah, a fair beating at Pataudry. Um Every time we went up there. In fact, I don't remember winning too often. Tanner Dice, we were all right though. Mark's always honest He gives you an honest answer Doesn't doesn't attempt to I'm not like this guy Wilson Speaking of Mark Wilson's Playing career um, I actually put this on Twitter Last week But I think it's the first time I've had the chance to To get all you guys together To retell the story So I'm 
sitting there after the show, aimlessly scrolling on the phone as you do. And it's horrible, isn't it? You got Twitter onto Instagram onto yes. Facebook, back again. Waste of time, right? Yes. But anyway, that's how I spend my nights. I'm that that exciting. <laughs> and I'm scrolling through Facebook. Mrs. Duncan sitting on the couch next to me. She looks over my shoulder as I scroll past a picture, and she goes, "What's that? Is that Mark Wilson?" And I went, "What?" Because I'd gone by without even paying mm-hmm. attention. Is that Mark Wilson? The, the, the guy in front of the Eiffel Tower is, is he in Paris Is that Mark Wilson So I went back down Do you know who it was Oh come on Lionel Messi <laughs> <laughs> You have an outline Similarities written all over I really spat my tea out Because obviously The first thing that comes to mind is well, they were slightly different players, right? That's the bit that, that obviously Just comes to mind. Uh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, Mark was a fullback. There is no other difference, honestly. However, Gordon, do you know what? See to cut a bit of slack. See on. He looks. He actually looks like Messi. Yeah. See on reflection, if you look at this picture, and I'll, I'll, I'll show you the exact uh-huh. picture. It's not that. It's not that far off. And I don't know. I, I may need to find out a bit more about this. How Mrs. Duncan knows so much about Mark Wilson's um, fashion sense, but she said, "I feel like." I just feel like he, that's the sort of like polo neck he would wear, which is so true. <laughs> well, you well, do love a polo neck. Funny you should say it because I'm going to I'm going to Paris in a couple of weeks, and I did I did you mention I'm going to pack a polo neck. Right, you ready? So I'll show you this right, quickly. Right, okay, that looks like him. It actually, does. Sure, it does actually. The same I, I, hair. I'm going to put him in that exact spot yeah. wherever it is. Well, I'll tell you what. If you're right. going to Paris in a couple of weeks and you go to get a polo neck, please do not take that jumper you've got. <laughs> yeah, I think, <laughs> we, need, now. I think uh, we need to out Mark Wilson here because <laughs> well. he's, he's in the sh- he's in the studio. He's got another five he's got a big on. hole in his jumper. <laughs> but did you not notice that? Because it caught my attention. I thought you had a stain. I thought it was some sort of like oh, stain no, on your jumper that's, and that's you got a hole in the arm. What's it's not that stain? On? It's just my white skin through the jumper. Well. I tell you, I didn't, of course I didn't notice it. What do you mean? Did you notice it? Have <laughs> I noticed it before I came in? Anyway. I I'll get away it. with that one today, boys. I was, uh, I was taking a Christmas tree. Oh, at, no, no. At the garage, and mm, bit early I for fear, me, must admit. Bit early. Yeah, well, yeah. Circumstances I need to put up this weekend, but I, I fear I've caught my. <laughs> Gonna be a good weekend. <laughs> I fear I've caught my jumper there. And, yeah. Why do you so. you don't put yours up now, do you? Him, he doesn't have one. I, I don't. I don't you put, don't put a tree up. Never ever. No. Shut up. No, I don't. I'm Scrooge, just too lazy. He's, he's, he's the ultimate. I, Scrooge. I don't. I don't have anything like that. No. Is it normal? I like to look at other people's. Put it that way. It just depends. Each to their <laughs> own, <laughs> and it's obviously getting earlier and earlier for yes. people, which is fine. But he, this is not an, an issue for this guy. He doesn't have one. Doesn't put one up. Why don't we club it's in horrible. a few quid and Gordon get one? was going to buy me one last year He's going, I'm going to get you a I wee didn't Christmas follow. Tree. I was a bit busy before Christmas last year I know, that, well, I, I felt a bit lonely You maybe we'll do that you this year a, then you would, you would ruin a tree We get, one of, those, we get one of those like ready lit ones I think mean, we do that, surely Callum on expenses, you fancy that? Cheers, thanks mm. Get oh. a picture put up Yeah, yeah I, I think so what would your house look like at Christmas? Same day? as it looks like the next day. <laughs> yeah, 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 I can't imagine that. I get a wee Hoover. <laughs> it must look rubbish. It's Christmas. Get the Hoover out. <laughs> no cards. Nothing. No, I don't. So, put, no, there's uh, for anybody listening out there. Don't send my card. It's a complete waste of time. I don't even own half of them. How ungrateful is that? That's, no, do you know the do you know the worst? Right, I, I stay in a sort of. Be careful, because your your no, neighbours no, no. will be listening. Don't be rude. No, the, the, no, they're no, they're at the bingo. Um, <laughs> it's when it's actually about the neighbours. It's when they send you through from number twelve or something, right? That might be the name. That's what I mean. They don't even go. Gordon and partners, they go to number twelve. 
on that note to Fern 1-0 Lewis McCann on 14 minutes um, Motherwell are probably the most likely yeah. at the moment yeah. Hugh would Hearts you say are, at first part Hearts are a major disappointment uh, 18 minutes into the game done nothing uh, Woolery came close for Motherwell uh, Hearts haven't come close mainly because they haven't come anywhere near the goal uh, Willery's now getting a bit of treatment though So um, Certainly in the absence of yeah, Van Veen You wouldn't want to lose him as well uh, And Jordan Roberts can't play against Hearts So uh, That would be a huge ball I, I think, think he takes one in the knock? face Yeah um, Clash John of heads has got quite yeah. a bit of his shirt as well yeah, I think they're both holding each other dozen, they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, It looks like a bit of a sore one He's a hardy boy John Suter isn't he? Ah look at this mm. guy Honestly This is Mr Worldwide right enough So Mark Wilson wasn't actually in Paris It was it was Lionel Messi Wishart sent me a selfie of him In front of the Arc de Triomphe Look at that would be a cashmere scarf as well that, That's, oh, that's going to be Oh very nice yeah, yeah. Earlier Call this we, week we, he says yeah. Oh yeah I, I did he see him posting some things on Twitter Yes Yeah he's the expenses Lovely Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make it a large one that. please Look at DL just thinking of how he can insult him I can oh, see the wheels I, I, turning I, Listen That photograph insults him I don't need to, <laughs> no, what, There's no need for words here <laughs> uh, A man anyway. of culture Fraser uh, Right we're at the 20 minute mark And Not a goal between them so, um, no. St Mirren Livy Motherwell Hearts Dundee United Aberdeen um, Nothing Nothing no. nothing Maybe just A bit a bit uh, rusty after the international break well, we put it down to that that's the only positive spin you can put on it because they all in their own way have an incentive to do well whether it's to move up the league table or in Hart's case to take up second yeah. place in the league table but as they say in Denison hee-haw we watched uh, Motherwell uh, a couple of weeks ago Gordon up at Aberdeen the first half they were abysmal oh. but you have to mm. say they've started this game a lot better an important conference, he says. Um, <laughs> that old chest now. Yeah, Fraser Wishart. Oh, oh. um, still nothing, Hugh. It would be President Macron. Yeah, yeah. The, that, that would be the. Is it no FIFA Pro? Is it not one of the yeah, FIFA yeah. Pro no, things? No, no, no. Fraser is uh, above that now. He's a top figure. He'd be President Macron. The Seagulls not putting Stephen Gerrard to the sword yet. No, 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 no. still goalless in that no. one as well. But uh, it's up to Stephen Gerrard. The game is at Villa Park, and it's his first gig uh, as the Villa manager. So. The the burden is on him really We are just a little bit away I would say Mark From Team News at Hamden for Celtic Against St Johnson How are you looking ahead to that one? It'll be an interesting one Purely because uh, you know most people would expect Celtic to win However when you look at St Johnson's record In these cup competitions How hard they are to break down in these competitions Then I'm sure Callum Davidson will fancy his chances He'll be rightly confident I get into that game But like I said at the top of the show It's the first chance for Ange Postacoglu To experience Hamden It's the first chance to take them to a final And we all know the sooner you can do that As manager Celtic or Rangers The better the supporters are on side Supporters are already on side with Ange Postacoglu But it's just another step in the right direction If he can go over the line But I don't think it'll be an easy afternoon for them The first thing he does surely Is to make sure that Abada, Kaiwogo and Yota play up front uh, no messing about they, they Are the ones who lift the crowd uh, So I wouldn't expect to be any uh, Change to that philosophy Hugh, I was speaking to Dundee fullback yesterday Hold that thought We said we were waiting on a goal And we have got one Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com And it's Motherwell 1 Hearts nil, And it's Connor Shields We said they had difficulties up front No Van Veen No Roberts Connor Shields comes into the team 
And he scores the goal Which gives the Steelmen the advantage Scored some fine goals against Hearts For Queen of the South last season And now he's done it in Claret and Amber as well The midway point of the first half And Motherwell lead Hearts one goal to nil And it's Connor Shields A close range shot Loose ball Six yard box and makes no mistake Well I said to you that uh, Hearts have been a major disappointment In the first quarter of the game For a team who could go second top They have contributed uh, Nothing in terms of uh, Potential for a goal uh, And Motherwell have been The, the side on mm. the offensive From the word mm. go And they They deserve their lead And you know what It's actually a, It's a good build up Alex It becomes yeah. a, a, a bit Untidy in the box Because yeah. there's a loose touch Which falls to Connor Shields um, but Mother will work that from their own yeah. defence up the pitch really yeah, well. Good passage of play, Gordon. A little given goal playing out from the back through the lines. I think it was uh, Tony Watt who played it to the right hand side. A lovely ball round the face. It was actually a poor touch. It falls to uh, the striker and he, and he buries it with uh, with ease. And I have to say, it's been coming, Gordon, because for me, Motherwell have been far the better team so far Yeah, it was a great build-up play uh, They got down the wide uh, areas, Gordon They got a bit of luck there yeah. And Shields just buries that uh, goalkeeper Absolutely no chance He's first to react to that ball It's a sort of loose ball To be ball. fair, it's fell right in his lap, uh, hasn't but it? But I tell you, he's composed And he needs that goal Obviously it's an opportunity Van Veen being out the, the team Scored two against Aberdeen the last game um, so it's a big opportunity And no better to impress the manager Is put the ball in the back of it mm-hmm. Yep, so we've got our first goal Of the Premiership on a Saturday afternoon And it's Motherwell 1 Hearts 0 Still goalless Dundee United Aberdeen And St Mirren Livy Remind us of that teaser Hugh We've only got one correct answer so far Since 2011 There are nine men Whose only permanent management job Is with a team currently In our top flight they must also have played for that team At some point in their career Name them but I think we've got two correct answers Now remember it's teams currently In the top flight So let's try and get some of the The wrong ones uh, Out of there um, Let me see um, Martin Canning Is that a wrong answer that we keep it, getting? It's a wrong answer uh, Hamilton are in the championship of Ah course. good so shout KPG Bear that in mind uh, Is Richie Foran on your list Hugh? He's not No, Inverness are not in the top flight either uh, That was another one from KPG uh, Where are we? Side shows done pretty well FF Cammy's gone Graham Alexander He's not there Now he's managed a few clubs So remember it has to be their only Managerial job Um Graham Alexander never <laughs> played in this country uh, David Martindale because he didn't play for the Libby. club uh-huh. yeah, and Graham Alexander didn't play for Motherwell either so does everything else for the club didn't he yeah, he yeah, just yeah, didn't play for them <laughs> maybe he will before the end of the uh-huh. season I just play himself bring him tickle of the boxes put it, uh, in, interestingly um, or maybe not uh, I noticed Sterling Albion manager Kevin Rutkiewicz he's 41 I checked that he, he, seemed, he appears to be on the bench for Sterling Albion now, that's, I, don't think that's he, I, I don't think he's played in a long time um, and I need to. F- I assume it's just to to make up the numbers, or something's gone wrong. Unless they have a second Kevin Rukovic at, at the club, which I would find highly well, unlikely. A couple of years ago, Gordon, when I, I came up against him for breaking, he was on the touchline, on his and his crutches. After I thought he said it was quite a serious knee operation, so I just Finish. assumed he was. Finished. He was done, he was finished Then he done him in his age would suggest Almost 2-0, great save Craig Gordon Barry Maguire shot 20 yards out oh, and, uh, bread and butter. Gordon bread beats and butter. it away Annan 1, Albion Rovers 0 
Mark, yeah. you were going to tell us about a conversation with a Dundee fullback. Yeah. Oh, just when you were mentioning the the front three for Celtic, and you mentioned Yota, and I, I, I was with Cami Kerr last night, just doing a bit for for the charity, and one of the kids asked him the toughest opponent he's come up against, and uh, Jota was the one he said. He, he says I, he says I got quite a hard time that afternoon. He was exceptional. So you're spot on, Hugh. If, if those guys are. On the money today Then St Johnson Will find it hard To live with him I'll tell you what That must have been His first outing for, Since the Celtic game Cammy Kerr Because he got Absolutely <laughs> terrorised I'm sure he just Got out of his bed That afternoon Just lying low <laughs> To your chariot <laughs> What was I doing was Yeah I, doing? I guess In that respect For Celtic You're looking to pick up Where you left off In an attacking mm-hmm. sense Can that be tough When you've had The, the international break In between it depends on how you actually start the game going, but I would expect with the firepower, I just give it a rough jot down. You would expect Turnbull, McGregor, is Rogic going to be back fit for this one? Maybe but out. Unlikely, unlikely. But even still, you still get um, Ralston in fine form, bombing forward. Juranovic on the other side. I just think they'll probably have too much for St Johnson. Very unusual for Celtic uh, quadruple treble winners to be playing a team who are the holders of the cup. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't happen or has not happened very often in in recent years so it's a different mindset for Celtic and their supporters today I think Watford are now one up on Man United so they've, they had one that was ruled out for encroachment the penalty was retaken and saved I think they are now 1-0 um, wow. in front so. I mean Oli Gunnar Solskjaer uh, you know magnificent player for Manchester United and deserves legendary status at Old Trafford but United are being left behind by the Thomas Tuchos of this world and the Pep Guardiola's of this world. He's not He's not in that calibre. Uh, Motherwell, certainly the team on top at Fir Park. They've got the goal to show for it and it's not changed anything, Alex. They look no. like very much the team in control. Gordon, there was a ball coming in from the left-hand side. He checked onto his right foot and put an unbelievable ball round the face. I just felt as if the guy on the right-hand side should have been tracking between... The goalkeeper in the front post anyway to get a tap in there. That was a lovely ball into the box. See the way Motherwell were playing, you're thinking a second goal here before half time yes, for them. The, the way they're playing, they've started the game great. Um it was the opposite at Tynecastle. Hearts were all over Motherwell. Um they were so far better than them. But today I think Motherwell have been in the front foot, they've been excellent. But you know that if you get to half time still one, I don't think Hearts can play as bad as this in the second half. So I would have Hopefully If Motherwell can make this pressure count Get a second goal uh, They're certainly Trapping at the door That's for sure Hearts now with a Not quite a goal line clearance But a, a clearance yeah. From John Souter Just in front it's of Craig Gordon big chance I think for Motherwell I, I do don't better? think he Catches it right I couldn't quite Tony see Watt, who it was. That? was it Tony, Tony Watt, Watt yeah. Maybe a wee bit behind him But a player of his calibre He's got to put more yeah. purchase on it too Laces much, through it Too much PlayStation Last night I think <laughs> You have to say This is a lovely ball Good play down the right hand side Willery Willery cuts is, back. Well, yep. He was the one who created The first goal wasn't he Alex So he's been yeah. do you know, He does have a work of bodies To yeah. go through as well behind Maybe we're I think it was slightly behind him But I still man. expect a little bit more Connection Wraith Rovers won Morton won Aidan Connolly That's the fixture of course That we saw the world's greatest Overhead kick from Gordon DL Yeah and but I was that, was that a capital though? No it was at start I was, was it? there yeah yeah, oh, they still talk about it all there uh, to this day. Uh, yeah, it was, there's pictures and everything. Um, <laughs> and rumour has it, no one's seen you be that acrobatic. Um, I think that's what done the hit until there. you fell at the golf course last week. Yeah, that oh, was. No, I no was, you never. Yeah, it was a mishap. Have you not heard this story? No, was, tell me. Quite, you told <laughs> it on Thursday, but retail it. I was, I was a mishap. This is good I was actually 
at Colvert a fifth and I carry my bag now because obviously I'm even a better there. even better so I've got the bag of colourful shoulders and we're walking down and the guys in front have decided because they're so slow to wave us through stop so got, it you didn't mention that the I night. didn't mention that no but I, you, were, I, you got waved through and then you fell through, right? so cute, I get to wee step on right boys come on you know what like is and go get yourselves through the wee, the wee legs were going bag, bag behind and it gets to a hilly bit right and by next, the way Alex even he says that it's a carry hill it's, it's pretty flat there's a, little, there's a little dip It's not a hill But the boys are waiting For us to get through And I've had a terrific Sean I'm proud of myself And I get to this wee hilly bit And I can feel my legs going So as I go down I'm worried about my right So I throw myself Alex How do you do You're taught this in school Always go to your weaker side So I throw myself onto the left What school did you go to? And Don't answer that you've question got, You've got to understand It's a bit muddy I've got the grey gear on oh, The no. lightest strap gear And I get up And it's one of those Right down your face. my face <laughs> Trousers everything. So I'm walking up And the guys on Waiting for Megan by Are in stitches yeah. Not even a, probably, probably Are you one. okay Rush down Nothing and the boy I was playing with, Brian, I says, just pick my ball up, we'll go next to you, right? <laughs> and I was trying to keep that side away from him. See, by the time I'd finished, my full stuff had all dried. No, the oh, dry. Caked in. I caked in, so it was a... I can't believe he you missed you well, that, that We got a hole in one last week, did he tell you that as well? Uh, hole in one on uh, uh, Wednesday, yeah. So I was, I was a mixed bag this week. Yeah, in the golf. You've, you've been up and down, literally. Yeah. Um, but I must admit, you might, that's a key detail you missed out the other night that someone let you play through because you always a, want to. You walk quick. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks, lads. Okay, yeah. and, and we won't hold you up. Uh, Next I, thing, you're on your. your I face never even in the played mud. the whole. I was embarrassed. I didn't even play the <laughs> oh whole. I just God. right on my way. How much do you wish you'd seen that? <laughs> oh. No sympathy. Mark. Honestly, made my life no to see that. And, and, Especially because you're so into your golf gear and you buy all the good, you know, gear, all like, immaculate stuff and. You've got a real problem with that. carrying the clubs as well now because they would have gone everywhere or they would have been a crash and oh, gutted to miss that. Yeah. that was, uh, as long as you're all right now. Yeah. Right. Anyway, Hugh, any sign of a change at Fur Park or Motherwell still in control? I think the Dazzler uh, got it absolutely spot on that Hearts can't possibly be this bad in the second half. They are hopeless. Uh, and it's still, <laughs> it's still Motherwell's game. Uh, and again to go back to the Dazzler's point of view a second goal for Motherwell mm. and you really would have to fear for Hearts I mean that Robbie Nielsen is talking to Lee McCulloch like two shell-shocked men what's happening here? There was actually a ball through to, to Woodburn Gordon uh, and, and the goalkeeper was encroaching and if he'd got a better touch Woodburn he had to stretch and it just mm. went into his hands but he was actually in no man's land so for me mm. Hearts can exploit the space in behind McCulloch knows where his loyalties lie. He remembers the club that made him you. That's what yeah. it is. Rangers. Uh, <laughs> I got to go back to where it all started. Um, remind us of your question, please. Since uh, 2011, there are nine men whose only permanent management job is with a team currently in the Scottish top flight. They must also have played for that team at some point in their career. Name them. Right, wrong answers, and this is your five, ten minute warning, I would say. So... Uh, I can see Tuco's giving it a really good go Sideshow in there as well Gordon you did say Richie Foran wouldn't you? Is, is incorrect mm. Yeah, no, It's good is to is see Daz is listening to his show He's just is he still that down. He's, Yeah he's, he's very much still <laughs> Try and, try and so, tune in when we're yeah, on I'll give you a th- Still incorrect um, So some wrong answers then We've mentioned David Martindale Another one at Livy is Richard Goff He did manage but he never played for Livy nope. So you've got to bear that in mind 
Um, ones that would be correct were it not for the time frame, the likes of Frank Sozzi that yeah. you know didn't didn't you know that was well before 2011. Ivano Bonetti. Um, just to give you a clue, Celtic Hearts, Dundee oh. United, Motherwell, Aberdeen. None of them have got managers on this list. All right. Sorry, I'm just looking at uh, Beningame. He gets one shelled wow. from about 10 yards right off his dish. <laughs> I was very popular with Mark there. He, he oh, been, oh, was that the Sasa Papach, was it? Oh, no, I've had one of them myself. And oh, I've told the story been. before. Yeah, I got concussed. And so you did, yeah. You awful. actually get concussed by getting scudded with the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stalked across. That was the most vital ah. thing, Alex. You know, put my body in the line for the you, cause. You and see, ended up in hospital. You can see how frustrated Robbie Nielsen is. Willie Collin, the referee, has been over there. Having a word that uh, Robbie is losing the plot, uh, so you'll have to be careful. He was actually remonstrating about ten minutes ago as well with the fourth official, who yeah. was telling him to go back in the technical area. So he's clearly trying to get some sort of influence from the the sideline to try and get his team motivated. They ain't offered anything hard at all. Nothing. Uh, no. Very very surprised at that because they have got a team full of quality. But all credit to the Steelmen, uh, they're up for it. They're at it. Um, you know they've come off that. Terrific one against Aberdeen And uh, a bit of confidence It was a big call today Gordon You've got to say Because I sort of raised my eyebrows When I thought Stephen O'Donnell Go straight back in to the side But well, fair play It's working just now A bit of a blow for St Mirren Connor McCarthy's gone off Injured Charles mm-hmm. Dunn Former Motherwell defender Coming on in his place That's a strange uh, Is that McCarthy in the half is it? Yeah yeah, McCarthy. Yeah, not, right, okay. Yeah. yeah, I've got you. Uh, Mc- because yeah. uh, Charlie Dunn's had a really difficult time with injuries uh, recently, yeah. so we wish him well. Last time I seen him, was that in not my in living room. room? Yeah, last time I, I seen him in person. Yeah. yeah, he just cuts about Gordon's house. Mm-hmm. I think. Charlie. I think we're actually. Is, is Gordon in? <laughs> yeah, luckily. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're at the the two year anniversary of that ill fated trip <laughs> is that to right? Dubai. Yeah. Not, not, so the the show from the house that had to take place later. No, no. Yeah, it would have been now. Yeah, we're, we're, I think we're hitting about the two-year anniversary yeah. of you two dafties in your jammies in my living room doing the show whilst after I had got my appendix. I enjoyed it. Oh, I, 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 it was good. I, thought the, I, I thought the choice of biscuits could have been a little bit better, Mark. But I, I you weren't you weren't impressed with the coffee. Were no, you? Oh, too no. cold for him, he says. Yeah. That means. <laughs> and it came out a fancy machine expense. Oh, no. machine. No. Everybody else would be happy with no. not a so guy. So you gave no. the good gear. And, oh, he, and he complains. Oh, he's, he's a nice cafe man. He didn't even know, appreciate. He's got no class. No, he's got no, 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 no taste. No class. fancy cups and all that. Paper cup man. I have to pay tribute to the Dazzler and Mark because Lady Keevans asked for Super Scoreboard to be put on in the wow. kitchen while she made the dinner on Thursday. Wow! Oh, oh, praise does not yeah. come any higher than that. I've heard of people being referred to as the housewife's favourite, but never the granny's favourite. <laughs> but she did say after ten minutes, are, they, all, are they always that daft? <laughs> and you said yes. Yeah, absolutely, uh, you did. Uh, right. You're happy with that, aren't you? I'm over a moon. Anybody who listens to me, I'm happy with. You, because you as well, Mark, you, you do. You do your bit, aye. It's all about me. You bounce off of me. <laughs> Literally, that's why you're trying to lose weight. <laughs> uh, right, still nothing else in those other two games in front of goal. Uh, Dundee United, Aberdeen goalless, St Mirren Livingston. Goalless there as well That only goal of the afternoon In the top flight Motherwell one hearts nil And actually uh, yes, As I think about it Fairly quiet table. Down the divisions as well Because I think Last time I checked Wraith were in front Weren't they against Morton No no It was one level one, one, uh, one. Thistle Hamilton Nothing there 
Kelly or Broth. Oh, we did Dunfermline. We had a goal there as well, didn't we? Who's you won in that one, Gordon? Dunfermline won up. I think one last up, yeah. the chess. Yes, yeah. and yeah, so. big yogis went in there. Yeah, a wee bounce. Uh, yeah, so he got a good result. Inverness, Very good result. Yeah. Inverness, yes, and uh, he's got a Duff struggling a little bit just now. He needs to get his back to winning ways, but I'm sure he will. He's a very experienced manager. He won't panic. Sterling Albion have been pegged back. Sterling Albion won. Edinburgh City won. John Robertson on 38 minutes. Maybe bring Kevin Rukovic on, the gaffer. Um, get a bit of inspiration. What I'll tell you what, Eddie Howe yeah. sitting in his hotel room thinking, this is magnificent entertainment. I'm, I'm going to stay away if it means this type of entertainment in the future. Newcastle 2, Brentford 2. On 39 minutes Defences on top Uh huh Yeah you know you're talking about Golf and things uh, All the boys have gone down to uh, Dundonal today Have you seen the new clubhouse? It looks magnificent <laughs> No I, I love the course new clubhouse? Yeah Oh my god. So it used word. to be the, the Port cabin. cabins They've now got all the state, new yeah. Have they not got new Sort of lodges and lodges stuff and on site? Yeah. Yeah. I think we should have a wee uh, Shindig down there in the summer uh, it would sound nice I do you like the you won't, you won't slip yeah, there course. There'll be a different I, I'll wear different golf shoes I'll wear a, a pair to go the, With a the, darker colour The Timpsons do Permagrip golf shoes They <laughs> 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 get yourself a pair uh, I think you've been A bit unkind there oh, I thought Motherwell Yeah this was the, very harsh the delay in play there But what happened is I think uh, There was a Hearts player That's coming together It's not this one It's the next one Gordon There's a crossover here and he gives it there I don't think there's a great oh, deal in that it actually falls to have the have a word with your pal Willie seriously Gordon have a word with Willie he's still going to defend Willie. that sorry Gordon um, he's doing that thing again where he sees things that no one else has do, noticed do you know it's taken 40 minutes for us to talk about the referee which shows that he's having he's doing a, a great, game. A great well, he's well, having a good game he's he, okay he's okay, made a decision face. that you're not too keen on but this is one of our top officials here well I think we've got to bag him wow okay you're on your own Dunfermline 2 air nil now uh, Ryan Dow So yes The Yogi Hughes effect uh, Very much in full flow At East End Park Our colleague Stephen Mill Will be delighted at that one <laughs> Last Last Thursday night When it was all going on And Stephen Gerrard Had just left And obviously The Dunfermline job Was still up for grabs Nobody quite knew What was going on <laughs> Me and Daz Are chatting to Stephen In the office And He was saying I can't be John Hughes It just can't be can't Definitely not them. going to be John Hughes He's telling everyone It's a great appointment Not saying That he doesn't like him He just says It just can't be You know I've heard this and that Sure enough Sure enough just out 12 hours later Yeah John Hughes Can't believe it Still looking for a goal Between Partick and Hamilton In the big game In this part of the world In the championship The first caller of the day Gordon Stephen Mill Lights be to Matt Wilson I suspect the Aki's We'll take that at this point Oh yeah They would Ooh Okay wow. It's livened up at Pataudry But not in the goal scoring front It's a red card for Callum Butcher Who never seems to be far away From Tanadice What did I say? Pataudry We've moved it Tanadice Red card For Callum Butcher Who is no shrinking violet He's actually been out the team for a spell Hasn't he? Um, but it looks like it was a to, for striking Christian Ramirez off the wow. ball oh. um, mm. so that's not ideal well you don't want to go down the 10 men he's uh, Callum, Callum Butcher off the pitch great guy very placid as soon as he steps over the line mm. he, he, you know he's always getting himself involved um, bit of a rumble afterwards so Ryan Hedges into the book as well as Ojo so two bookings for Aberdeen and a red for Dundee United wow 
lack of discipline here. Bad yeah. timing as well. A yeah. couple of minutes before the break. Think they they up a bit. Uh, it's even worse for Aberdeen if they don't beat 10 men for half a game. <laughs> you always look for the. Yeah. I'd like to hear. I, want, I just want to hear the, the Tam Court's flowery explanation flowery. of the, of the, yes. the incident. Uh, Barry is on Twitter He says Motherwell can't keep this up For 90 minutes Surely their pressing Has been hugely impressive Hearts can he get a sniff He says Which is true And, and interesting Because Fraser mentioned it before Motherwell have pulled Some good results Out this season But but they've not had A lot of the ball And they've allowed teams To have it You know In, in front of them Quite this, often this I, think is I think their average possession Motherwell begins with a three I think it's in the yeah. 30s This is a carbon copy Of what we witnessed At Tynecastle when it was at Hearts against Motherwell You know Hearts were in top Motherwell were so poor In that game And, and Hearts made them pay You know How's that seen... carbon copy then? No sorry the opposite. No, sorry, 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 sorry Carbon copy But reverse in, in terms of <laughs> Team so Keep going Listen take our backs Anyway Who's the guy that does Carbon coffee is there. It's Watford. not a carbon coffee. Walker two up on Man U. So <laughs> and Mar Wilson's delighted because it saved him from yes, ridicule. Yes, I might not yes, be saving all the guns of social Welcome in my club. Carbon coffee. Aye. Can you have a man? You used to work in one of the fancy papers in Edinburgh. I, I did, now you're yeah. talking about carbon copies reversed. Yeah, honestly. What uh, would be the correct terminology? What I was trying to say there. Take me back to the typewriter I used to use in the 1970s. But he's right. Watford two. Man United nil. I can't, I, I can't continue Sacking him at the break That's the end for him Just yeah. bin him at the break Yeah, No you wouldn't bin him at the break I think that I, I wasn't being entirely serious <laughs> Were you not? No, um, to you did it though When you left it I was I, I, I left in Mon Accord um, I was never escorted like you Out of a building I, I've got to say You're right With the, the, the resources that he's got Yeah It's poor And in one Albion Rovers one Let's round this off Hugh Before the end of the break We do mm. have a podium but they were the only three people to wow. get it correct. Good for them. The first half teaser. With Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column. Since 2011, nine men whose only permanent management job was with a team currently in the Scottish top flight. They must also have played for that team at some point in their career. They are James McPaik, Callum Davidson, Ali McCoist, Mark Burchill, Kenny Miller, Stuart Kettlewell, Stephen Ferguson, Neil McCann and Gary Teal. Brilliant, and how many did you two get? Eight. Eight. Brilliant, superb. Well, the podium looks a bit like this. That's a penalty. Uh, we've got... Uh, would you just... Quiet down for a second in the corner Whilst we do one thing at a time uh, Tom John in third place Well done to you Tom John Tuco in second place Well done Tuco And the winner was Side Show Bobs Outstanding They were tough How many did you two get? Eight. Did you really? That's yeah. a good effort well, wait, wait, Do you think Hearts had a penalty shoot? I, listen I see for the, My first instinct was It was a penalty Come through him The boys have seen the replay nah, Mark? Not for me No I don't think it was a Mark? I don't think, I think so. Not Lammy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a stonewall penalty. Chuck. I didn't know first. I had a wee chuckle when Alex said it. I thought it was a great tackle, but when you see it again, he sweeped his legs away. Ah, well, he's a great ref. He wouldn't miss that. Mm. <laughs> what do you think, Chuck? Penalty all day long. Well, if we want real drama, how's this? Ojo's now been sent off oh. for Aberdeen oh. for two bookings. Now, remember, he just got that first booking in the aftermath of the Callum Butcher red card. He, he's clashed with the United fans at a corner. Oh. He's now been led away shouting uh, towards 
the the home end at Tanadice and um, it's ten apiece going into the break. That's all happening. Oh, we so, need some goals now, Hugh. So no football, but loads of indiscipline. That's what you're telling us. Absolutely. No goals, no football, loads of fighting. Uh, Half time whistles are starting to go. Um, Brian has tweeted. Meanwhile, Falkirk are getting gubbed. He says. <laughs> oh, I don't. Are they Tough going? time to be a Falkirk. Well, do you know what they had? They, they, they had. They bounced back about having they, they were on a, a couple of weeks ago last a, weekend. A decent run uh, there, or had started getting some results, but yeah, they're not getting gutted. One 0 at home to Montrose at the moment. Stephen Gerrard's Aston Villa, as they're now called, going level at the break against your Seagulls. Hugh nil nil. Well, Aston Villa nil. Brighton nil. Two minutes added on it for Park. The Seagulls will swoop in the second half. Oh. Yeah, I have to say, I nice fancy year, Villa. Nice. Hugh, I fancy Villa. No, Brian are a good side. Yeah, they play some really good ball. Yeah, they're entertaining. Very decent side. Good manager, does. Yeah, he's good manager. He's doing very well. Harry Potter, Villa not got a good manager, no. Yeah, but he's just in the hot seat. I think it takes time. I I still fancy Villa uh, personally. Love the was it the call from Tommy during the week? Mm. He said he felt like he had been left. Gorgeous girlfriend had left him. Yeah, uh, for an ugly guy up the road who's got more money. It's a great way of putting it It's the first time that we've spoken about Marital problems in the show And Gordon Dale wasn't involved yes. So it was refreshing uh, On that front Right, it is half time at Fur Park Let's get the story with Fraser Motherwell 1, Hearts 0 It's been a frantic, physical, lively 45 minutes so far But Motherwell's energy Impressing, completely dominated A Hearts team have hardly been near Never mind in the Motherwell box A bit of a slow start to the game in the first 10 minutes Motherwell plenty of the ball But no real chances but after that the game really livened up first chance was a good one for Ben Woodburn of Hearts lovely ball by Barry Mackay put him clean through one and one his touch let him down when he could have had a real chance of a shot at Liam Kelly at the other end Sean Goss shot was deflected in Craig Gordon's arms before Kane Woolery was inches wide with a well-struck shot from 20 yards with Craig Gordon scrambling across the goal. But in 22 minutes, Motherwell did get the deserved lead. A good move mixed with good fortune. It was Watt and Woolery involved in the build-up. Woolery's low cross fell to Sean Goss at the back post. A completely missed kicked, but the fortune was the ball fell to Connor Shields who tucked the ball home first time from six yards. Almost 2-0 in the 26 minutes corner. Fell to Barry Maguire on the edge of the box. Excellent shot beaten away by Craig Gordon. Then Tony Watt's shot was clear from in front of goal by John Souter as Motherwell threatened again to take the lead and started to go further and further ahead. But you see little of Hearts in the first half hour but Motherwell reminded of Hearts attacking danger. Barry Mackay again this time from the left hand side. Lovely pass. Woodburn again clean through and at full stretch he couldn't get decent enough contact in the ball to take it past Liam Kelly who'd advanced to the edge of the box. Really tasty game. Plenty of strong challenges by both sides but Willie Collin has yet to produce a yellow card but Hearts players and management becoming more and more frustrated by the minute in fact Robbie Nielsen was spoken to in strong terms by Willie Collin and they were even more frustrated when Josh Janelle was denied in the act of shooting a really good breakaway but excellent defending by Ricky Lanning go back really well but Hearts supporters and Hearts players were claiming for a penalty kick but Willie Collin waved those claims away the questions for Robbie Nielsen at half time there's plenty of attacking options at the bench and they might look to Liam Boyce before long as they've not been in the game so far and lucky to be only one down at the break half time at Fir Park Motherwell 1 Hartwood Lothian 0 yeah Motherwell on the front foot in that one certainly worthy of their lead let's go to Dundee United Aberdeen it's been action packed not in front of goal Roger Hanna 
Yeah, the game has just exploded in Ackerman in the last five minutes before half-time, Gordon. Two red cards, two deserved red cards as well. After what had been a quite a tame opening 40 minutes, half, hardly any chances. Jando Fuchs, he had a shot blocked by Jack Gurr at one end. And the closest Aberdeen came in the other end was a, a great touch and a right-foot shot by Christian Ramirez. It fizzed across the face of Benji Seagrass. It looked as if it were just going to meander towards a rather dull half-time. But then... Five minutes before the break, it exploded. There was nothing in it. Ryan, he Ryan Edwards, I should say, up for the high ball with Christian Ramirez. Quite clearly, Ramirez gave him a little shove in the back. Edwards didn't like it. He squared up to the American. They went that way with it. They shoved the two foreheads together. And then from nowhere, Callum Butcher just appeared in the scene and looked to strike Christian Ramirez low in the stomach. It left the American striker in a crumpled heap, heap on the ground. And it left Bobby Madden with absolutely no choice but to dismiss the United midfielder. That gave Aberdeen the numerical advantage but that only lasted for a matter of moments they won a corner down on the right hand side the initial corner was thrown into the box it was cleared again Funzo Ojo who had already been on a booking for a foul just a few minutes earlier he went to retrieve the ball he seemed to get himself into some sort of confrontation with the United supporters there were stewards involved they had to get Ojo back off onto the pitch actually Charlie Mulgrew an opposing player actually helped to get Ojo away from the flashpoint but Bobby Madden again very little he can do it was a second yellow card effect and Ojo was off. At that stage, police had to wade in. There's a cordon now of police officers between the United fans and the Aberdeen fans to stop any more aggravation here at Tannadise. But when the football eventually gets going again, it'll be 10 aside and it's still the United nil, Aberdeen nil. Wow, bit of indiscipline up there at that game. Roger Hanna keeping his cool though. Let's go to Paisley, St Mirren, Livy and speak to David Friel. Yeah, half-time Gordon St Mirren nil, Livingston nil. We spoke earlier about how J Jim Goodwin turns 40 today. I'm sure he's hoping for a relaxing birthday, but that's not been the case so far. He's been pretty agitated on the sidelines, scribbling furiously on his notepad, and that's because Livingston really have had the best of this first half. They started so well, Nicky Devlin, who's playing as part of a back three, but is getting forward so much. He had a shot saved by Jack Anakin just seven minutes after a set piece. Devlin then again racing down the right wing, crossing in brilliant for Christian Montano. He beat his marker, did everything well, made a great connection with his head, but the ball flashed wide with Anik rooted to the spot. Good when you could tell he wasn't happy in the touchline. He was moaning at the referee, he was moaning at his players, and he did get a bit of a reaction. Eamon Brophy headed well wide after a terrific cross from Scott Tanzer. Tanzer again then fired in a corner that caused chaos in 18 minutes, but Levy managed to scramble clear. Alan Power then had to go after a really good one-two with Richard Tate, but his shot spun over the bar. But Levy, they played some really lovely stuff. David Martindale's been applauding some of their passing, and they've always carried a threat. Just eight minutes before the break, Odin Bailey found a yard at the edge of the box. Thought he was going to find the bottom corner, but Jack Anik made the save. Levy had been excellent, but St Mirren, who've also lost Conor McCarthy to injury, he was replaced by Charles Dunn, will really need to up, the, up their game to get a win on their manager's birthday. Half-time in Paisley, St Mirren nil, Livingston nil. So, what a first half that's been. A bit of everything, Motherwell, with the... Deserved lead over Hearts with no goals but plenty of indiscipline. Two red cards at Tannadice and an agitated manager on his birthday in Paisley. We're getting ever closer to Celtic St Johnston team news and we'll do a full roundup of the half time scores next. The fastest goals, the expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half-time scores in the Scottish Premiership Dundee United 0 Aberdeen 0 Motherwell 1 Hearts 0 St Mirren 0 Livingston 0 Into the Championship Dunfermline 2 Air United 0 Kilmarnock 0 Arbroath 0 Partick Thistle 0 Hamilton Ackies 0 And Wraith Rovers 1 Morton 1 In Scottish League 1 It's Airdrie 0 Cove 0 Alloa 0 Dumbarton 0 Clyde 0 East Fife 0 
Falkirk nil, Montrose 1 And Peterhead nil, Queen's Park 1 Scottish League 2 sees Annan Athletic 1 Albion Rovers 1 Forfar nil, Cowdenbeath nil, Kelty Hearts 1 Stenhouse Muir nil, Stirling Albion 1 Edinburgh City 1 And Stranraer nil, Elgin City Nil will finish with the English Premier League full time result Leicester nil, Chelsea 3 Aston Villa nil, Brighton nil, Burnley 2 Crystal Palace 3 Newcastle 2 Brentford 2 Norwich 1 Southampton 1 Watford 2 Man United 0 And Wolves 0 West Ham 0 We'll get the second halves and team news from Hamden Ahead of Celtic St Johnson next Scottish football's league leader This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard 